Welcome to the Big Sci-Fi Podcast. We're proud to be a part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. You can learn more and listen to other great podcasts in the network by going to listenfrederick.com. This week, we're pleased to bring you part two of our Star Trek movie ranking episode, and we're starting this off with number six on our list. But before we rejoin that conversation, I'd like to invite you to join our Facebook group, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you enjoy this podcast, we'd love for you to write us a review, as that will help get our show in front of more potential listeners and fans. This is Brian Donahue for the rest of the crew. You're listening to the Big Sci-Fi Podcast. Enjoy the show. So one thing I will say before we go about Officer Search for Spock is I was driving uh, Dill to Barry, which is where she lives, and that's an hour outside of Toronto. And I was very glad that because she also likes Trek, she did enjoy my performance of what I will call uh, Dr. McCoy at the bar. And she enjoyed that. So it was mm-hmm. fun. Okay. So I'll say now we can move on. All right. So moving on to number six. Yeah. Are you sure she enjoyed it? I think so. She got a kick out of me quoting all the lines. <laughs> okay. And okay. like as okay. I as I said last week, I will sometimes quote her um uh in not oh call to arms on DS9 and that'll help. She'll yeah. she'll she'll smile and then she'll fall asleep. Here's, and here's what here's what I'm it. interested in, my That's friend. Right, okay. Here's what I'm interested in. Uh when you guys take your relationship to the next level. Whatever mm-hmm. that is for you guys, it'll be interesting if she still finds it just as <laughs> no, because sometimes six shift once once oh. you whatever. Oh, Chris, so. I love whatever you like, and you're married. Oh, Chris, please, no more stuff. Oh, I don't think God. that no. doesn't sound like that will happen. At all. We've actually had like the thing is we've had arguments about Trek, not because I watch too much, but we'll go like we like our favorite argument is to debate the Federation, and she'll be like, the Federation is great. But they interfere way too much, especially the Ferengi. And so we'll debate that. So I think that's how it's going to be. Bro, the Um, fact that she debates you like that says she's a Trekkie. I mean, that's that's way deeper than. Like, I'm telling you, no word of a lie. I will go to her house and Star Trek Deep Space Nine season two will be on because she just been binging it all day or she just have it in the background. So it's like, I'm pretty confident that she's. You're Likes a lucky it. man. Yeah. It's, it's right. crazy. That's not normal if you're not a Trekkie. Okay. Now we're done with seven. Okay. We're done with seven. <laughs> Are okay. we? I will tell yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Seven is a search for Spock. Okay. We got as, as, as collective. Number six yeah. was for me into darkness. Now you've made me make it number eight. You twisted my arm. You well, no, 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 no. It's still your whatever, but right, the group right, right. one. So what so you the crows for the group one? As a group. Come on, kids. What's the group? What's the group six going to be then? Who goes for, who, who's going to go next? You tell me. Go I, feel, I feel like I'm, I'm ladies and, lady mm-hmm. and gentlemen, <laughs> I feel like the number six spot of our esteemed list I use the word esteemed. We love these mm-hmm. films for the most part. Mm-hmm. Should be, in light of our other recent conversation, mm-hmm. should be Star Trek Generations. Yeah, I think I agree. I do not agree. <laughs> oh, you I... do not agree. <laughs> that, that's, again, Generations that... is still too far afield for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I again, I, I originally had the first for Spock as six, and and so, but mm. now we made it seven. So what I have, um, so the one that gets moved in that spot is the star trek 2009 hmm. mm. all right because and again generations it's 
because of the other ones I still think are better. <laughs> Not that I, I didn't like yeah. it. I really did. I did actually enjoy, you know, the, the reboot Star Trek movie a lot, but I still like the other ones that are left better. Mm-hmm. I think I maybe got to go with 2009 on here because I think overall I'm going to watch generations more than 2009. Like I get hankerings mm-hmm. all the time I... for specifically the opening. And then mm-hmm. I watch a lot of the middle stuff with the crash. And then I don't tend to watch the, like the third. You guys want to make, you guys want to make Star Trek 2009, JJ Abrams number six. Yeah. I, I don't that's agree, what I do. but if that's, what, if that's what the collective wants, if that's what the board collective <laughs> wants to do here, then I will, I guess I have to assimilate. So there, there you go. go. So um, well, well, this is okay. just going to get harder as it goes on. Cause there's it only a few left, you know, this get really tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. You know what they say, but when the going gets tough, the tough gets I got to go to the bathroom. No. Uh, okay. So you're, you're <laughs> Actually, all, so you guys want to make, you want to make. Brian's been very quiet now. Brian, the last Brian, minute. Brian, oh, my mic was sec? muted. The oh. last time I'm here talking with you guys. My mic was muted. I've been saying all kinds of stuff. You didn't hear any of it. Did you? One no. via the mute button. <laughs> you know, what's really strange. I don't think you guys need me. Cause I was saying stuff and it sounded like you were agreeing with me, but you, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, that makes it easy. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, so it. you heard that I said we should do Star Trek Generations at number six, right? Originally. And I made a okay, big face okay. of that. Okay, and then yes. I'm kind of like right 2009. So You know what? Uh, I'm eating my snack. I muted my mic and I forgot to unmute. And, uh, so we're saying Star Trek 2009. I think so. This yeah, is blowing I think up my whole list, but I, I'm okay. If two well, my out list of four is all us, like, like yeah. Vulcan. Two out of four of us is okay with it. I say we let's get on to number five. Because uh, okay. Star Trek, you know what? I'm going to say this now since I know for a fact my mic is unmuted now. Yep. <laughs> um, the opening sequence of this 2009 film was about as good as it could have ever been. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I remember watching this in the theater. I had some uh, t- two other couples with my wife. My wife actually went to the theater with me to see this film. We went with two other couples that are great friends of ours. Um, mm-hmm. A shout-out to the Alls and the Dicks. And we loved this film. And that opening sequence brought me to tears because mm-hmm. it was just so good. <clears throat> And it had the music, it had the effects, it had the suspense, the drama, the action. It was just like, oh my gosh, this is Star Trek. And then that symbol comes across the screen with that pounding Mm. music, you know. It just was like, this, it's back. Trek is back. And who knows how much more Trek we're going to have. So for me, there's a lot of sentimental things behind it. But I also agree with Chris. I'm probably going to put on Generations even though before this, even though I have Generations mm-hmm. listed way farther on my list. Um, I just, for me, there's all sorts of good stuff about this. But because oh, yeah. we were, were, what are we calling this, a democracy of some kind? I don't know. Well, it's we're, we are voting. We are voting. as And so even if, even if you don't vote, because I will tell you right now, Star Trek JJ 2009, that's number four on my list. I love that. I've seen that movie. I think the soundtrack is absolutely oh, fabulous. So 
I love it so much. I love that even the Beastie Scotty... Boys. <laughs> no, 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 Beastie Boy. Remember that's number thirteen. I thought that was cool. Was no, like, no, that was cool. twice. Remember they they use they use the Beastie Boys in in two different movies. They used the Beastie Boys in, and that was kind of yes, like the ridiculous that's thing because it was on his stereo on the mm -hmm. Corvette, so that seemed right. appropriate. Okay, that's all right. But the other thing was stupid. Mm -hmm. That I love. I love Scotty. I think he's hilarious. Oh, I love this. Oh, I like this place when he shows up on the Ooh, all like drenched this. in water. Mm -hmm. There is comedy. There is suspense. There is clarification. Yeah. They decided they're going, if we're going to go out of the realm of what Star Trek has been with new actors and new storyline, they qualified it exceptionally well. And the scene where the two Spocks meet each other at the end of the film, it's great. And if you watch this, if you watch the uh, special portion on the DVD of it, when uh, Leonard Nimoy stood in front of the scene where there has, they're all in the big chamber or big room with all the Star Trek cadets, they all stood up and applauded him because he was the great genius that was a part of the original Star Trek that was there to give it continuity. I, I just love yeah. everything about the movie. I really and did. I, I've got the, I've got the, the, I've got the book on CD. I mean, I just love the movie. It's great. I mean, I think it did a really good job of showing us why Sulu, Chekhov and Uhura were as good as mm -hmm. they are, because like in the original series, I don't think mm -hmm. they get a lot of, time to really show off like i didn't know this is kind of embarrassing i didn't realize that Chekhov was considered to be a genius until 2009 and i'm like whoa because mm -hmm. you only you don't really get that yeah. sense in um original series yeah and they then, were I, they didn't I have the opportunity the computer can't understand him i love how the computer's like he's trying to yeah. talking and the, and the computer is like what what? Yeah, and then we'll get to That's we'll funny. get to undiscovered country in a bit. But like, I hated that joke where it's like Uhura can't speak Klingon, but then they redeemed her in 2009 by like there is that one community. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't distinguish between the two different languages, and then it's like, oh, I can do that. It's mm -hmm. like Uhura, you're in charge now. So I I love that element to mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Okay, but you guys want to make it number. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not yeah. happy, Steve, either, but I'm willing to acquiesce to. I think this is the very is knowledgeable and smart Chris and Adina. I think mm -hmm. it's one of those things where it's just like this is going to it's going to get worse until it gets good mm -hmm. again. Yep. Because by the end, we're going to be like, we're probably going to agree or feel fairly good about where things are. I, I don't know. I have a feeling bad. because of when we've talked about some of our favorite films in the past, uh, mm -hmm. our favorite film, I, I have a feeling that we're going to significantly disagree on number one. We might disagree on number one, but we'll feel uh -huh. good that at least it's closer to okay. the top. All right. I'm okay. assuming. Okay. Maybe. I, that that's, was... that's my prediction. Okay. That I could be so very I'm losing track of where we are. So we, was that so number, number five? Six? That was six. So now what is our, our consensus on number five? I, you know, I feel like I'm just disappointing Adina left and right here okay and I know I'm gonna get a mm -hmm. big eyeballs from Adina in particular <laughs> I have Star Trek for the voyage home okay uh, there, there they are I mean I mean voyage <laughs> home is my eyes oh of Adina <laughs> wow. well, see, now here's my... where even though I still okay. have gen I have generations a little bit higher I'd be willing mm -hmm. to move generations back down here you know so it's you know, you wanted it like at a higher, you know, I, I'm willing to put generations here, even though I still have generations higher. Oh, so you're see, proposing is... generations at number five. 
to kind of have I have generations at number five. Oh, interesting. Yes. Chris, what, I, what is I, your what oh. is what is your number five, Chris? And then let us know what you think. This about. is hard because Voyager I mean Voyager home. That would have been a fun movie. Um, that's my favorite film. Like that is spoilers. That is my always gonna be my number one pick. Okay, so but I know go. that's a battle I'm not gonna win because I know most Trekkies are not gonna say Voyage Home is their number one. Um but oh this is this is again, this is now becoming like would I rather have pizza or a burger? This is like really tough. Pizza or blueberries. Well, How about no, that? So so, ah. I like <laughs> the idea that every time Steve had generations at number five. Uh-huh. Originally, Brian had it as at a worse number, and I had it as a better number. So it's coalescing at number five. So where okay. did you have it, Chris? Where did I have generations? Yeah, yeah. I think I. I'm just looking at my list here. I would have put it at number six or number seven. So I, I feel mean, like yeah, the average I mean, is it's coming to number. I feel like it's. I'm feeling good about it. even yeah. though again I had it higher. I'm feeling good that like. It's we're averaging it. Daggone yeah. it if my mic wasn't muted again. Okay. Uh, we, and I can <laughs> I need deal with the it. Voyage I'm done eating now. Thing. Okay. I mean, I know it's not going to be the, like, I know I'm going to lose that fight, so I'm okay with am, Voyage Home being there, even though I want to fight for it to be higher. Because... I am okay, 100%. I think we have, I think we have a consensus that generations, we would rather have generations at number five than Star Trek four. Was that correct? Heck yes. Put, I would definitely okay. yeah, go with Star that. Star Trek yes. Generations is, you know? wait a minute, is number five. Yep. And, yeah. And, and the okay. thing about Generations, so, again, you know what I said about how I felt number six took away my Kirk death that I thought should have happened? But yeah. Kirk's death in this movie where he just says, oh my. Yeah. He never knew what death was going to be like until it happened. And when it happened, he wasn't prepared for it or he didn't expect it to be that certain way. And the conflict between the two, I mean, yeah, the little rocket causing you know, all that mayhem is something a little contrived, but he was a good villain. Mm -hmm. He was yeah. a great villain yep. in that. And, and it was, and then the whole scene where you've got Kirk on his horse and, and Picard on his and they go, well, it's going to time to go save the universe again, right? Yeah, okay, let's go ahead. I mean, it was great. It was just so natural and comfortable and really well done. And, and also, I, I'm happy with it. So that's number, so we're saying that's number that six? Five. Then? No, no, that's number five. five. Oh. Star okay. Trek 2009 is six. Mm -hmm. Star okay. Trek Generations is number five. So you guys got to come up with a number okay. four because that generation, uh, Star Trek JJ 2009 was my number four. See, I'm going to sit back and you guys decide which number. Hey, can I also say this? Go ahead. Such a cool, like such a cool power move that Shatner was like, "All right, I'm in this movie. I'm starring in this movie, and there's a scene with horses, but I'm going to rent my horses out to you." <laughs> I think that is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> so, right, so the interesting in thing about being down to number now that we're for number four is is there are only four movies left. So what we're doing now is ranking the top four mm -hmm. movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, I'll go first. Go. Okay. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. So I'll get thrown to the wolves here first. <laughs> we sounded more like a hound dog, but yeah. well, uh, okay. Peter Griffin. I mean, I should call um, uh, Seth MacFarlane barking. Uh, so my number four is Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country. But Again, we already decided that's number ten. 
I think no, no, that's no, 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 no. That was that was number ten was the final. Print. Yes. The, so the oh, so no, I guess Star Trek six the four movies that are still yeah. the four movies that are still in contention are in no particular oh. order. Yeah. Star Trek six because Brian just mentioned it. Yeah. Star Trek First Contact, Star Trek Two, and Star Trek Four. Those are the yeah. four we have left. I actually um, see. I think actually on my list I have four is Country as well. Do you really? Okay. Yeah, because I love country, but I love the other ones more. I'm I'm trying to figure out how much I want to argue because I think I, I you know wh- which one of these four do I want to put my energy into arguing? Yeah, you might as well put it number four. You you might as well make it number six. Star I Trek. don't think you want. Yeah, I don't think you want six. undiscovered country to be the one you argue over. Right. Because no. I think we fine, know. Fine. If fine, you listen to the big fine. sci-fi podcast, we all know. Who Adina? What Adina's number one film is? Well, I, I think I think so. I think and I think there's a I little spoiler so. that I agree with somebody. You know. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Um, okay. So number okay, four fine. is number Star four Trek is under, Six. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, three more to go. This is <clears throat> this guy. This guy. This is so stressful. Okay. Yeah. Num, num, okay. So we're we're gonna accept, even though I had it as ten or my a nine. <laughs> as I still nine, think we'll it's just wild. Okay. So now that's for number three. Okay. So number three is for me. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, mm-hmm. but I've, I've got to say Wrath of Khan. To be honest. Well, no, I I have that. That's what I have. That's oh, you that's, have that well, well, net, Since other things got mm-hmm. got moved Shifted. around, out right. of the three that are left, that's where I, I have Wrath of Khan. Okay. So I'll, I'll Brian, agree your, with what's that. What's your number three, Brian? My number three was the 2009 Star Trek film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would. Oh, what are, what have. do we have left? I got, we, have, I, I, we have first Star contact, Trek two, Wrath of first Khan contact, and Voyage Home. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're we're suggesting. I I I'm. It's going to be hard to put Star Trek two less than two. Mm-hmm. Right. All, all of the but, right. This is now really but, super hard. Yeah. I I'm also with... I have to say I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be okay with this in for our for the sake of our list and here's why I just thought of this I let my kids watch the voyage home sometime this past year mm-hmm. they loved it mm-hmm. I had forgotten uh, how much swearing was in the film I was not happy about that part of it because my kids tend to pick things like that up very quickly Daddy, uh, although they've been word. pretty although they've been really good I, I can mm-hmm. say we we mm-hmm. chopped that good we knocked you know but. I think I'm going to be okay with Wrath of Khan being in the third spot if we have a consensus about it. Nope. I, yeah. I, I have a nope. hard time. I'm going to say, though, I do have a hard time not making it two or one. Mm. I, 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 mm-hmm. I have Voyage Home as number three, mm-hmm. and that was on my original list as number three. Oh, re- in- interesting. Yeah, okay. Voyage Home, without doubt. I love it. Yeah, I know great. you do. It's fun. It's completely out of their realm. The actors just stepped out and they had lots of fun with it. Um, but it's not as compelling and as powerful as First Contact or Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. So that's so, why I make it number three. But it's still that good enough to be number three as far as I'm concerned. And also, folks, if you're listening to this and you like the voice show and you admire Captain Kirk, please do not take someone out to dinner and then forget your wallet. <laughs> That's awful. We talked about and that. Also, no we talked you about that before about with. spaghetti. And why did What's they order that? two large pizzas? 
That's but stupid. they were hungry. Yeah. Well, was it too large? Pe- oh, it was too large pizzas. I was like, because you know how these days there's like the personal pizza and a personal mm-hmm. pizza really is more than anyone should eat in a, yeah. In a sitting. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. Right. It's yum, just yum. he was the one that suggested it. It's <laughs> like ah, so fresh. In the Michelob. Okay. I, to this day, I haven't had ever had a sip of Michelob and mm-hmm. I don't know if you don't I, have to. Really don't, don't bother. Don't bother. It, it, let's put it this way. It's classy Budweiser. That's all it is. Interesting. Classy okay. Budweiser. And classy it's not even classy. No offense to Budweiser fans out there. Uh sorry. <laughs> okay, so what are we doing? What are we doing with number with number three? I I, oh, okay. I we have to go with that as voyage home. Come on. No, kid. we don't. No, we, so that's number four. <laughs> right? That's what we have as number four. I, no, no, number no, number four was undiscovered country. country. Oh yeah. Yes. See, okay. I gave you that. So you guys got at least give. Voyage home number. But you're you're three. asking I, us, you're asking me and Chris to move our number one down to number three. <laughs> what? Wait, That's I didn't know you one? were also number one. I thought I was alone in this number one. Uh-oh. No, no, I knew I knew Christian, no. you and Adina would yeah, I say. Knew, I already know what Brian's home. number one is. I already right. know what like, Brian's number one this is. This is the great you know what? Here we need to make a deal live on the air. <laughs> okay. If we end up making Voyage Home number one this year. If we do a redo video or a redo episode where we re-rank all these, and maybe even maybe there's another film by next year, who knows? Oh, I hope so. Um, next time, Chris, Steve and I get first contact as the. Hey, best. I'm I'm okay with first contact being number one. I also love uh-huh. that movie. And oh, oh, so okay, might, maybe. all right. <laughs> and Mr. Hawk. I'm enjoying do. Adina's reactions. Way I'm not. A, no, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not contact. okay. I, again, I loved first. Don't get me wrong. I loved first contact. There's so many thousand things that I loved about it, but I just can't. Yeah. Ra- also, ra- so ranking that against Voyage Home, I, I can't put that higher than Voyage Home. It's hard, I really but can't. I will say the movie has changed the way I say statue because now when I say statue, I have to say statue. Statue. <laughs> Now Come and on, also for scene. for years and years and years when I when anyone asked me about my favorite movies of, of Star Trek movies you know typically I would caveat this was which is saying like I'd put two three and four I'd kind of like fake it and basically say that that's one movie and so my favorite is two three four so now mm-hmm. we've got three as number seven we're we're debating on whether or not Star Trek two is number three mm-hmm. okay uh, I'll yeah. ask this question first. ask this question to you Adina. If you had the chance to come in contact with any spacecraft so far to date and had a chance to come up and touch it and realize that it was real, mm-hmm. smooth, smooth, what yeah. one would it be? Because for them, going up and touching the casing of the Phoenix rocket, mm-hmm. that was such a powerful scene because it, it made them like... I've always wanted to be here. I've always wanted to interact. And here it is. It's real and I can touch it. So if you had a chance, is there a specific spacecraft that you in the American NASA history that you would like to be able to touch? So, I mean, that, that's not I don't, I don't know if it's a fair comparison just because of the t- you know time and space, because right now I can go. To, well, I've been down to the National Air and Space Museum mm-hmm. uh, a bazillion times. And while I guess you can't touch Gemini, you can't touch Mercury, you can't touch Apollo. Like they're still there. They're still like three feet in mm-hmm. front of you where mm-hmm. they've got. But we've got like 50, 60 years of separation between that, where here you've got a situation where there is probably the Phoenix probably does not exist in any museum in start in Kirk's in Picard's time because of the turmoil happening on earth 
you know, when mm. Zephyr Conquered launches and whatever, that that vehicle is probably lost. So they've probably never even seen it in real life. I think they've. I thought they said it was behind glass, maybe. like it was there, but they yeah. could just. Okay, may, maybe. But I guess I thought. I, I'm okay. I guess my point is, is I go to the Air and Space Museum. I don't feel the need to touch the thing that's two feet in front of me. Yeah. yeah so I think, okay. I think if anything, okay. it's more like yeah. data being like, I they could have probably designed this a little bit better. Yes, I'm more like data, and I'm a little bit more robotic. But here's but here's the thing. Here's the other thing that I can say that a lot of people cannot, including mm-hmm. most of the astronauts. The first mission that I ever worked and supported on it was a you know science satellite that studies the sun, but the hardware that I touched, hardware that I touched and helped put together and do things, is like million miles away from earth it's Mm -hmm. further than the moon like so stuff that i've had my hands on is Mm -hmm. further than any human being has ever gone and so there's only a handful of people who can who've who've worked on missions that have have gone so yeah yeah but even even not just touching it but just i mean like the first time i walk into the air and space museum in washington and there was the x1 x15 Spaceship One, I mean, Spaceship yeah. One, the first privately owned mm-hmm. to touch the the boundaries of space, mm-hmm. all in the same room with the Apollo Eleven capsule. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the Beatles. Yeah, you know, okay, like that's re- it's really awesome, but it I doesn't make right, this the best movie. I walked no, right by all that stuff to see the original hero model. Of the yeah. Starship Enterprise. I hate to say it. I would do that too. I, I, my wife will confirm. I was mm-hmm. holding back tears. It was so beautiful. When was this, Brian? When was this? Oh, five, six years ago. Maybe. Okay. So, so we saw we there. saw the there's original hanging in the uh, in the uh, uh, souvenir shop when it yeah. was hanging in there. That's when I saw. I just it. want. I just. I just. <laughs> you know, Adina's got this really cool story about her working on something that's now a million miles it's past the moon it's into the universe it has no bearing right on, on this <laughs> no and that's what i'm saying and like that one scene yeah. in that movie it was a good scene in the movie but that doesn't like Drunken, to me make it like the best Jeffrey movie cochran hitting on diana troy yeah troy, that's great there's I mean, all yeah. just the borg yeah. the borg though everything anyways when yeah, he hears his music, it's, it's when he's got a, he has to have his tunes in the Phoenix before they can launch because God, that's so cool. Right. Come so, on. so I, I guess, so we're saying, so Adina is, are you willing to put Star Trek First Contact as number two? Yes, that's actually where, well, I originally had other, another movie at two, which is now at a, you know, higher number, you know. What? Um, Explain, but, please. Um, I had the undiscovered country as number two. Okay, wow. yeah, that does I, sur- I think you've that. mentioned that before. Yeah. Okay. And undiscovered country, it's again, it's a movie that I would. If you guys were like, let's do it number two, I'd be fine with it because yeah. I love that but so much. As I've been keeping track of where the group has been versus where mine is, so it, it kind of like again when we put a group one in, then it kind of moves mine right around. So I currently, based on the three that we have left, I have first contact as number two. So I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to leave first contact at number two. Uh, see, I okay. here's my problem, and maybe Steve would agree with me. I agree okay? with you. I, <laughs> I didn't hear what you have to say. I agree with you. I 
would be okay moving first contact for the sake of the group in our podcast mm -hmm. to number two if Wrath of Khan is number one. I mean, I would. Yeah, okay I'm going to have Wrath a hard time putting Voyage Home before Wrath of Khan. Absolutely, I at disagree. One. But I will allow it because Wrath of Khan is like it's so close to being my number right. one, except for that's that it's, number two for and me. I, and Wrath I also, I also want to say, I totally get why Voyage Home is your favorite. I totally get it. It's mm -hmm. a, it's really great. I'm like, not. I'm not. I have. It's and, a fun, fun. Lots of warm fuzzies movie. I, I mean, I, I get it one hundred percent. Okay, I, and I agree with you, Brian. If you make Wrath of Khan number one, it's because it rejuvenated Star Trek. As ponderous as the original Star Trek, the motion picture was, you saw Wrath of Khan and you went, "Yeah, this yeah, is it's... Star Trek. We got action. We got conflict. We've got good guys and bad guys. We've got to re." We, we go back to an original series episode and we bring it forward and answer some questions that I could I could be very happy. I would be very happy if we had <laughs> Wrath of Khan number one, number two, First Contact, number three, Voyage Home. Yeah, how's the, I would allow like, the group on that. I mean, I'm okay with <laughs> again, I'm okay with Compromise Wrath kid. of Khan being number one because it's so good. It's so good. I'm, I'm thinking about it because, you know, when I started my list, when I started my list in the spreadsheet, I actually originally had my first my first version was I had Star Trek two as number one, Star Trek three as number two and Star Trek four as number three, because for so many years, I, I would say yeah. that those three go yeah. together. But then once I was like, you know, they don't go together, you know, for the purposes of this exercise, I do have to split them out. And then when I started splitting them out. I was like, well, four, like, which one do I go back and watch? It's four. But the reason why they go together is because four can't exist without two or three. You know, mm -hmm. two, yeah, three, four, any yeah. of them can exist without one, you know. Yes. But four right. doesn't exist yep. without. So I'm I'm on the fence of accepting your proposal of one being Wrath of Khan, two being first cat attack, and three being Voyage Home. Yeah. I'm it's, I'm on the fence. It's so I am like, shocked. for me. It's I so am close. surprised. Sorry, like, I'm okay that I'm surprised I, that I'm willing to possibly change I'm, my mind. <laughs> yeah, because I know, and here's why: I respect your open mind mindedness, mm -hmm. both mm -hmm. both Adina and Chris, because I know the place that the Voyage Home has in your hearts. Yeah. Of course, I but mean I love end. it too. It's a wonderful movie, but the other two are just so much more compelling. Wrath of Khan, though, for me, it's like even though it's my number three on my like my personal list. It's the the number one, two, and three are just so close that it could mm -hmm. be any given day where I'm like I'm all Wrath of Khan. I can quote all of the well, I can quote all of the movies way too much, but they're just they're so close. So I'm okay with Wrath of Khan being a lot like being number one because I think mm -hmm. it's so good. I do think I do have some issues with uh, like I like to. I actually made a video. I don't even know if people agree with this, but I made a video about how everything that happens in Wrath of Khan was also kind of Mr. Beach's fault. Because if Mr. Beach hadn't allowed, like hadn't said, give them a little bit more time, <laughs> none of it would happen. So I feel like there's some weird, like, incompetency stuff going on. Like the fact that they don't realize that a planet shifted position and no longer exists. Mm -hmm. And nobody was I able know, to look I at know. the star chart. So, I mean, there's stuff like that. But I think it overall, would have such a, yeah. And the only hokey thing, movie. the only hokey thing like that in the Voyage Home is the fact of time travel. 
I yeah. mean, everything about the voyage home is like perfect. The the characters are themselves. They they are yeah. acting one hundred percent within character. The plot holds together. It's the perfect arc for for Kirk to get back his command. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many amazing. Like it. To, that's why I feel like the voyage home is like the perfect Star Trek movie. <laughs> and Spock is always. And the thing I love, about, I forgot to say about the other movies, is you get different versions of Spock that are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're always mm-hmm. Spock, like most yeah. of yeah. yeah. Spock. I think I think you get Ditsy Spock, and then I, you get Wise Spock again in both right. Rathacon and other discovered country. So right. I, I think yes. too for first since we're here and we're arguing this, for first contact. Okay. Um I believe this is it's comparable in the sense that I feel like all the characters kind of got to shine a little bit at one point or another in this film. In first contact. In first contact. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, and the one that maybe got the least, mm-hmm. unfortunately, was Gates yeah. McFadden. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm so thrilled that in Picard season three, it looks like Gates is going to yeah. have a big, glorious, shining mm-hmm. moment so, as a part of the thing. But so that's what that's one thing I love about first contact. I I love they do the Borg beautifully, a, a, an oh, enemy that had so been good. done and redone in Voyager beat it to stinking death. Um, yeah. And I, I love the Borg were done very well. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of um, heart in the spirit of exploration and why we go out there is fantastic. First Contact yeah. had, a, had a phenomenal cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also it, love... Yeah. Oh, just I love the I, fact I, that I, it's also a sequel, like it's a sequel to like TNG, but it's also a prequel to Enterprise, which is like when I think about yeah. it, I'm like ah, that just is so cool. Even yeah. though obviously when that movie came out, there was I, as far as I know, I don't think they were thinking about Enterprise at that point. But I and, think it's really cool in terms of like building out the history. And this is what I always forget about First Contact: that when you're watching that movie, 1996, up until the end. You don't know that it's the Vulcans. Like that's actually meant to be a big reveal, mm-hmm. which I forgot that it was a reveal. Um, see, I guess it was probably because when I used to read the novels, yeah, or somewhere. I mean, we. I, I don't know. I feel sky. like we always, Strangers yeah, yeah, in Stranger the in the Sky. But like, I always kind of felt like I've always known that first contact with with Vulcans. I, I'm sure it was mentioned somewhere mm-hmm. in the series. See, like, I too. don't remember being mentioned like on screen up until that movie because like I remember reading or yeah. hearing that they kept referring to them as aliens because they wanted it to be a reveal that oh, it was the Vulcans that we made first contact with. See, I, yeah, no, I, I definitely remember that. And, and it was definitely important... in Strangers in the Sky, but I feel like it was mm-hmm. mentioned. Oh, it okay. mentioned on screen. Yeah. Here's an important thing. Here's an important thing. Every we want an origin date. We want a date that means something in the history of of Star Trek. What is that date? And the only date that sticks is First Contact Day. Mm-hmm. That's something that everybody celebrates in the Star Trek realm. Is First Contact Day, Which and is... it wouldn't have existed because there was no specific date that people can look on in our calendar. That was relatable because everything was star dates. So you've yeah. given Star Trek fans one specific day out of the year that they can call Star Trek Day, as opposed to Star Wars people who use a list to make May the Fourth be their day. <laughs> we also so had seventeen oh one day yesterday, which I didn't know that was a thing. Well, not yes, here in the U.S. Is, somebody yes. mentioned it. Yes, yes, yesterday is is twelve oh one day. So yeah, and in European. 
yeah. with day in front of month, it's so, uh, start. So oh, okay. we we have yeah. a proposal so, on the table, right? Yeah. Yes, we do. Are we and, are we all in agreement? Because here's the I think we should get we should mark off I, the easy one. Okay. Are we all in agreement that our number one is Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan? Can we accept that? I can accept it. What is the full proposal for okay. one, two, three? The full proposal. What, what I am proposing, okay, mm-hmm. this is not the final proposal, but this is what I'm proposing is mm-hmm. Star Trek yep. to the Wrath of Khan. Right. If I had my way, I want first contact number two in yep. the voyage home. But if we're gonna, I be, just if gonna if, friendly, if Steve and I have to have to suck it up suck here, it. yeah, I I I would be much better having first contact at three, voyage home at two, and Wrath of Khan at one. If yeah. if if we have to give in here, I'd be See, happier is, about that. Even though my voyage home is number one, because first contact is so close, I don't mind it being at number two. I have no issue with that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is Ooh. so tough because this is the thing. Like I think I said this before, but when I first, when I got my Subaru Impreza 2018, <laughs> I rolled around the city <laughs> pretending I was Captain Picard in the Enterprise E, nice. saving the Defiant. <laughs> like <laughs> this is my this is my um. My role you know play that when Subaru I was would like to have that as a storyline about how the <laughs> super was a starship. Would they yeah, actually we, enjoy that? We would also they appreciate. It? No, we also I will tell you this. I tell you this. I have a. I have my Subaru, and I know I have one license plate, but I've always thought that the other license plate I would have in my car would be warp five speed because it's a five nice. speed manual transmission. It's funny because I used to make that joke about the Nintendo Switch because when that was announced, people kept calling it the NX because they didn't have that was the code name. And I was like, oh, it's the first Warp 5 gaming console. But of course, I'd make that joke and no one would get it. But that's irrelevant to the discussion. There's also a Lexus that's an NX too. Oh, I didn't know that. So 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 if we're proposing, if you're proposing that number one is Star Trek 2, number Mm -hmm. two is Star Trek 4, and number three is First Contact. You're asking a lot of Chris and uh, I, I will, Brian and myself on that I, one. I will. I will accept. I think I will accept that. Okay. I, I would still like. So I want to let the record show. Let the record. Okay. I'm, I will be okay with that. Um, because because it's not my. We have to remember this is not our personal. This is what mm-hmm. we're saying as a podcast. Yeah. Um. So we have to separate those two things. Okay, yeah. folks. Yep. Exactly. Um. I'm. I'm. What? I just want the record to show. <laughs> that three of us said we would prefer first contact at number two, but out of our deep respect for Adina, who has sent projectiles and things out into space when they've actually worked on them and touched them, I'm okay. He knows the difference between metric and English when it comes I, to calculating flight dynamics. Right. As opposed I, to what I am okay. Mars landers. I'm totally okay. And also because Christian has Voyage Home very high on his list. Right. That's, yeah. I'm okay with saying, uh, and Steve, how? what say you I will. I will, three I will, first I will contact, two Voyage Home, one Star Trek 2. Also, we're approaching two-part status yes, with I this know. episode. Now, <laughs> can I, can I, I need to wrap it up. Okay. Now, let me ask you real quickly, or tell you this real quickly. In Rotten Tomatoes, First Contact gets a 92. Yeah. Wrath of Khan gets an 86. Voyage Home gets an 82. So they oh, picked that as 
one, two, and three. Guess what's their number one rated movie of all time of Star Trek films? Mm. Star Trek 2009 with J.J. Well, and again, I'm not terribly surprised because of the timing. In... It's also hard with Rotten Tomatoes because even though they're saying it's 94, it doesn't mean they're giving it a 94%. It just means that 94% of the critics think it's a fresh yep. movie, which is anything no. above 70, I think, or something, right? Yeah. Is that how and that works? Generations Am I making that up? Four, yeah. And Generations <laughs> is a 47. There's your number, kid. That's perfect. 47. Star Trek Generations, 47. 47. <laughs> um, bomb okay. So so I've been yeah. keeping track in the uh, in a spreadsheet in the background. Can I read off the whole list? Yeah, do it. Go ahead. Thank you. I keep saying do it. I keep quoting my Janeway. So from 1 to 13 or 13 to 1? Make it 13 to 1. 13 to 1. Okay. 13, Star Trek Beyond. Yep. 12, Star Trek Nemesis. Mm-hmm. 11, Star Trek Insurrection. Mm-hmm. 10, Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Mm-hmm. 9, Star Trek, The Motion Picture. Mm-hmm. 8, Star Trek Into Darkness. 7, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. 6, Star Trek 2009. Num-tung. 5, <laughs> Star Trek Generations. Okay. 4, mm-hmm. Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Mm-hmm. 3, Star Trek First Contact. Assimilate this. Two, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, and one, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. That's the, the amazing the group consensed <laughs> list. I feel good can, about this. And can I say, I want to quote this one line, and just a heads up: there are no. I'm taking out the one swear word, but I feel like we have to say Jean Luc, blow up the darn ship. Yeah. And that's yes. Probably would have been okay if you left it in, though. Is that a but swear I, word? I, don't know. I mean, they say <laughs> it all the time, so oh. I would. Yeah, I think yeah. it's it's one of those. By the way, because I'm just going to say this because Chris brought this up, that is one of the greatest scene in Star Trek history. Mm-hmm. Yes, so good is Picard is, is Patrick scene. Stewart and Alfred Woodard in Ten Forward, and mm-hmm. that is one of the greatest scenes in all of Trek, and one of the greatest speeches too. So, oh, and and here's another thought to keep in mind. The top three grossing films of all time of Star Trek movies. Oh, yes. Number one is J.J. 2009. Mm-hmm. Number two is J.J. Into Darkness. <laughs> and number three, and I can't believe this, children, but I'm going to shut your ears. Number three is Beyond. Yeah, But that JJ. makes sense, though, because it has a time, popular appeal. Yeah, yeah. And like, so... just people are spending, have more money and just... <laughs> Movies generally make more yeah. money now than they did. I also did I also need movies. to add this in, okay? Star Trek First Contact. I don't Wrath of Khan may be the only one exception I'm not sure about. But Star Trek First Contact is the only Star Trek film that was ever heralded as one of the mm-hmm. top ten films of the year. Okay. Wrath of Khan mm-hmm. may have been in the year it came out, and I know it was one of the highest grossing films of the year. When it came out, I mean, it was very did extremely well for its time, mm-hmm. but I just that's that's my final word on the subject. So. Okay, and one final word as well: <laughs> adjusting for inflation to current days. Yes, the number one movie still is Star Trek two thousand and nine, the second highest grossing film based on adjustment for inflation, Star Trek the Motion Picture. Oh, okay, interesting. Adjust and number three. What do you know? The voyage home. 
Number three, all time adjusting for inflation. So there's your top three. And yes, we aren't wrong about the voyage home being super popular. Right. right. Oh, I forgot to talk about the garbage man, which is one of the stupidest conversations. That's the garbage but I love man. Them. You talked about which, that. Well, before. yeah, yes. They're we, so we, fascinating. I just find them. <laughs> I don't know why. I just find. I just want to know what the rest of the argument was, and I just love that now their life is kind of ruined because they're like, we saw some stuff and we can't talk about it. And they might have mean their life fired. is ruined. I just imagine they got fired because they didn't come back to clean up the. That one, the the part. Oh man, I don't man, know. I've I've had so many garbage cans left dumped half full or mm-hmm. trashed all over my sidewalk or street. They don't fire those guys for that. I just I just find them so fascinating. They're in a union; just... they can't be fired for that. That's right. Oh, That's right. I also just love like <laughs> okay. their dialogue is like a cool cue that hey, times have now changed. We're now in the present. Yeah, firmly. All right. I don't know. I'm obsessed uh, with the garbage men. I think they're fantastic. Okay. Okay, I'm done. I know Steve's yeah, getting annoyed. Done. <laughs> Chris, you now we're something? into part two of our episode. We we can pretty much say that. Go this ahead and take fun, us home. Okay. This is stressful. Yeah, I it, was fun. <laughs> it was fun, but stressful, but fun. Okay. I still like and all please. of you guys, by the way. Yes. I and still... please, fans, are there anybody out there who likes the garbage man as much as me? I can't well, be the only it. one. <laughs> stop it the I just got to ask that question. Don't get mad. I, I, I just hope that. In the United States, our political parties can come together as well as we at four have come <laughs> yes, together today yes. on this decision. Unprecedented unity Unprecedented. right here. Yeah. Working okay. together. Chris, <laughs> take us home, Chris. Possibly. Take us home. The Voyage Home. Take us home. Well, I'll just say that this was an episode. This has been a lot of fun. Um, you know, thank you everyone for the great discussions. It's been great. It's been challenging. It's been wild, but it's always fun. Now, before we go, do you guys have anything you want to promote? Anything you want to share that you're doing that's exciting that you want to go on and on about? I, well, I will. I got a new podcast that will have come out by the time this airs, but check it out. The Brian Donahue podcast. I it happened to interview these three wonderful people and it's just a podcast about anything and everything. And I'm interested in questions of legacy and what mm-hmm. makes people tick and, uh, so it'll be mostly an interview-based podcast um, about a, all sorts of different topics. So check that out. You can mm-hmm. find the link to that in the podcast notes. And I can say that I'm very happy to know that Mr. Brian Donahue interviewed me. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to hearing my own voice. Oh, I'm hearing it right now. What the heck? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm looking forward to it because it was fun to work with Brian on that. And I'm also excited because I will be working with Brian tomorrow night, but it will already have happened by the time you hear this. But I'm excited because it will be fun to sit down and talk about life. And I'll try not to bring too much Trek into it, but no promises. Don't talk about the garbage man. It's okay if we do, my friend. Why is everybody so mad about the garbage man? Why does like... (laughs) No, we're we're not mad. Oh, I feel like you're like... Don't, just don't talk about the garbage. Man. Don't talk about the garbage man. Oh, don't bring up the garbage man again. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Steve. <laughs> so, Adina. Yeah, and I think so. I've got a. Oh my god, I've got so many things you going can, on. Yeah, we got a lot of things. I do have a lot of things. So my my third book in the Rebecca Galaxy series came out. So look for me on Amazon. And book four mm. will be out in May. But mm. I've also got a whole pile of sci-fi related speaking engagements coming up in the next few months the, right. the first That's one exciting. being about a week after this airs is far point far point convention a little north of baltimore so if you're in the region come come to that fun convention and see me speak about just because we went to the moon doesn't mean it's easy 
That's right. And then later on in the spring, there is an Explore Mars Summit happening in Washington, D.C. during the week in May, followed by the group of us will be at Trek Long Island uh, in May. Followed by, I think the weekend after, I think I'll be on some panels at Balticon. Balticon's another Baltimore-based, it's more of a literary convention mm-hmm. that's happening. And then even if we look out into the summer, uh, Shore Leave is another um, Baltimore, because you know, again, because I'm near Baltimore, Baltimore-based convention, um, another another Star Trek convention I'll be speaking at. So Very a exciting. lot of speaking stuff. I love speaking. Adina, you're gonna, your time is going to be precious. Yeah. That is super cool. So yeah, right. I'm excited to to do the thing in, uh, I shouldn't say the thing, but like we're doing the convention in May. I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got my Star Trek YouTube channel where I've been, lately I've been focusing a lot of, uh, or focusing on a lot of character breakdowns and also tech breakdowns. I'm hoping to finish up original series cast and then I want to get right into Picard season three and get a lot of uh, videos out there to help you get into that and then break down the episodes, which is just right around the corner. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's February 16th. It's going to be mm-hmm. wild. Um, but yes, thank you everyone for joining me tonight. It's been a lot of fun as you know, uh, as usual, sorry. Um, and thank you all for listening to us yell about all of our track films and to get really, really heated. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.